0: listen to hair round From hair round I'm listening hair on there round I'm listening hair round From here on, I'm listening, hair round. Birds of a feather fly together, yeah, yeah, yeah. Still kicking fact up on the pressure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Still gotta keep the work together, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who won't do it like, like us? Birds of a feather fly together, yeah, 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 still kicking, fact up under pressure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hello, hello, thank you for joining us on the Heron's Home Podcast. I'm your host, Karee Robertson, alongside my and extraordinaire, Rico G. What's going on, everybody? How y'all doing? And we've returned for episode 214. Welcome back, everybody. Yeah, welcome back. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So uh, finally, I've gotten into watching some of these shows in my backlog for this weekend. So yeah. Nice. Yeah, definitely looking forward to rapping about these. So uh, have you been getting anything, into anything interesting this weekend?
1: Uh, not too so much. I caught um They Die by Dawn, which was oh. um uh James Samuel, the writer, director, producer of The Heart of They Fall. Okay. It's the um it's basically okay. like the origin story. No, I would not say origin story, but it's basically um uh uh the Heart Of They Fall, but like conceptual, like the pre-concept of it. It's gotcha, like a gotcha, gotcha, it's gotcha, like gotcha. a fifty minute short. Um it's got Michael K. Williams in it, it's got Erika Badu, Rosario Dawson, Isaiah Washington, oh, Okay. Like a, it's got a pretty good uh, pretty good cast but it's just a, like a short 50 minute um fifty or 15? 50, five zero. okay um uh, uh little western joint about a lot of the characters came back too like um uh Michael K. Williams is playing Nat love and uh, Eric Badu is playing stagecoach Mary. So there's there's a lot of the he likes a lot of those characters, so they're oh, still in the thing.
0: Was Michael K. Williams originally harder they in Harder They Fall before he passed?
1: I don't think so. No. Okay, I'm pretty okay. sure um um from what I heard about it, he went uh directly to Idris Elba because they they've um you yeah. know, British people, they're close. Well, the, the shit that surprised me about oh, that he's is British, okay, James, the way he spells it makes a lot of sense now. You know you know what's gonna blow your fucking mind? That's Seal's brother, bro fuck out of here dead ass
0: what (laughs) that's what i said okay it's his brother it all comes together because
1: apparently like um he's actually a musician by trade and um the heart Mm -hmm. of they fall is his first feature film okay so um that's that's him jumping into directorial shit so i was man it's not surprising because you know you know the talent's clearly there he runs in the
0: family exactly yeah I i mean given what he what he did with heart of they fall and i can only imagine on this piece as
1: well yeah. This one it was a little slow, but it was it, 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 you can, you can kind of clearly see that he's building a concept. like he's sort mm-hmm. of like building the universe. Uh, it, it's slow, but it's like it's got it's gotten some nice intrigue into it and it's got of course, a lot of
0: western movies we watch them in in, in uh, kind of just their their uh, moment, but a lot of those movies actually do draw upon a universe. you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. uh, like Lonesome Dove is a Western universe that was created out of a novel. Um, that a lot of people reference and don't realize that what they're referencing is like a whole, you know, universe. So yeah, I'm glad that he he took that route because the western genre definitely has lent
1: itself to that. Yeah, yeah, it, it was a good shot. I liked it. It was a good, it was a good little hour jaunt. Other on that, up. I didn't really see too much else. That's what's up. That's what's up. So yeah, I got into I
0: got into all of the jams. So uh, I guess we'll start with uh, Boba Fett. We're we'll going alphabetical order. <laughs> but um, uh, yeah dude boba fett okay so i watched the first three episodes yeah definitely i they i enjoyed the storyline they hit me with because it was something that was new and innovative and i thought that it was handled well you know what i mean like i definitely didn't expect the subplot of his whole backstory of getting out of the sarlacc pit and his time with the tuscan raiders Definitely didn't expect that to be uh, played up as much as it was. And it was really well done. Um, I don't know. There's parts of it that 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 I'm waiting that I hope pay off. Uh, but yeah, dude, overall, definitely Boba Fett, I think, is going to shape up uh, to, to be a solid uh, showing. I'll give it a solid seven for right now. You know what I mean? Of yeah. course, it's just the first three episodes, so we got to make sure they stick it. But yeah, I, I enjoyed it.
1: Yeah, that shit was funny when they um when he went on that lizard trip. Yo, I'd have been so hot. Yo, were you just going to let a lizard jump first up my nose, all, my nigga? First of all, Real my, man, my so I'm speaking on everybody, bro. My,
0: my, my, my man opened up, like, oh, pet lizard. Cute. <laughs> Thanks. I, I like is, this gift. Okay. And it's, this shit just nonchalantly just goes up my just, nose. then he
1: just grabs the shit and flicks it into your face. You can't even react. It's like, oh, what the fuck? Bro, And yeah, like, he got so guide so you
0: from inside your head. Like, yo, what?
1: <laughs> what? He, he got so high, he found a branch in the middle of the desert. He found a whole tree, a whole dead tree in the middle of the desert, bro. Nothing around bro fucking if,
0: miles if, if my guide is guiding me From inside of my skull You have to say that Before you present me To the
1: guide Nah son Cause then you go protest And we don't want none of that We ain't got time for that You just gotta be open You feel me We ain't be got open, time for that Wide open <laughs> If ain't time For discussions You just gotta You just gotta trust me And seeing as how We don't speak the same language I'm probably not gonna be able To explain it in a way For you to trust me So you just have to It was throw so with funny
0: it. Because it, When you I, I've seen enough people Who speak American Sign Language To know that like You don't speak when you sign. It's a very odd thing to do. I mean, I've seen a lot of people do that. It's very atypical for for people who naturally sign to, to speak and sign at the same time. And it's something that sign language interpreters typically won't do when the person who they're signing to can't understand what they're directly saying because it's yeah, well, just it's a it,
1: minor, matter just, of respect. That seems like an, in an official context mm-hmm. though, you know what I mean? That make that would make sense in an official context that you wouldn't be speaking while I, you're no, signing. No, 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 no. But, but in like casual say, conversation between people in regular I can see them actually doing both. Yeah.
0: I was just saying in context. That's why. That's why it kind of struck me weird. But it also is for the presentation of the show. Like he was signing to the Tuscans and speaking at the same time, mostly for us, I believe. Yeah, Not it's also for the, also rate, for the audience as well. Yeah, you know what I mean. But it was just funny because I was watching him and he kept signing and speaking, and I was like, "Huh, interesting. They don't understand what you're saying, bro. Yeah, hey, they, they're never gonna. They're probably never gonna learn your language just because." I don't think they care. <laughs> <laughs>
1: no. <Nah. But, laughs> he wasn't trying to teach them their language. No, no, clearly he was just not. trying to comi- communicate the basics.
0: But yeah, that was, it was—it was just funny that he kept speaking uh, to them and signing. When clearly the signing was doing all the heavy lifting there, the communication,
1: like the signing was doing. Just it's also fine. probably for him too. You know, I mean, imagine mm-hmm. how awkward it would be to be to speaking someone in an, to speak to someone in another language and never actually using your voice.
0: Or well, I was also thinking, um, just for the fact that it probably had been weeks or months since he had spoken to anybody. And so he was speaking more just to yeah, like like
1: I I can totally understand. Like it it seemed pretty natural to me. Like
0: well, it 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 didn't seem natural in that case as much as I knew that they were doing it because they needed to. They didn't want to subtitle the whole thing. They were like, "Yo, you could just speak it, speak the lines, and sign them at the same time." But yeah, for the uh, immersion, it was just interesting. I was like, "Okay, that was uh, definitely uh, a." cinematic flourish more so than for, for immersion. But nonetheless, yeah, I thought that, uh, his, uh, interact. I like how they underpinned his interactions in the current time with the, uh, with the mayor and the, um, <laughs> the other crime bosses. And then they, they underpin that with some of the lessons he was learning in his time with the Tuscans to kind of give, cause his behavior would seem very odd cause he was really lenient. Like, my man went there to just introduce himself as the as the guy who's shaking them down for protection money. I'm like, bro, how are you just going to walk up in there all nonchalantly like, hey, dude, it's cool, man. It's cool, man. Just pay me. I'm going to protect you. Like, that, it, that's not typically how it goes down. But I could see how, how he his whole uh, tactic had softened after dealing with the Tuscan Raiders. Like, there's no reason to, to lead with the aggression. You know what I mean, and and I definitely got that from what they were portraying uh, through his uh, lessons with the Tuskins. But yeah, dude, like also from what really I remember
1: from Boba, he seems mm-hmm. to be the kind of dude that lets his blasters do most of the talking, right? Absolutely. He's not like a, a verbose person who's going to be like, "Yo, I'm coming here to take everything down." Nah, he's just, he's literally going to be like, "Yo, I'm here to take everything over. If you don't, I'm going to shoot you and do it anyway." And and he was a man of very few words, so I was surprised that he even
0: did that because. That was like, because Boba Fett, absolutely, as you said, is a man who not only led with his blasters, but let his reputation speak for him nine times out of ten because he knew that, that he benefited from pe- from that mystery that was created by people talking
1: about him. <clears throat> but in this new position, that would only work against him.
0: It would. I, I agree. because And I think that that's also highlighted by the the line from the mayor that's uh, where he was like, Running a family is a lot harder than being a bounty hunter. Mm -hmm. It kind of underscored how, yes, some of your bounty hunter skills will be useful in what you're doing, but you're not a bounty hunter right now. This is a different thing that you're trying to do. You know what I mean, and I, yeah. I thought that and was he cool. he seems
1: like he has a pretty clear vision. You know what I mean? He was Bruh. like, "Yo, I'm a daimyo, and I want to, I don't want to, I want to rule with respect, not can, fear." Can we
0: talk about his little biker gang? Yo, the Yo, power rangers are hilarious, gangster, bro. bro. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, his little Hella power
1: rages with the with the one eye buddy, bro. Yeah, the, the black dude funny. with the
0: one eye, the the punk chick with the one arm, and then the what was up with the other the, the third biker? He has dude. a
1: prosthetic foot.
0: Prosthetic foot. Okay, they were each missing a limb, but bro. Can we talk about how they were more capable than literally ninety nine point nine percent of the characters presented in any Star Wars film? They were capable <laughs> as fuck, bro. Like they 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 very well coordinated that bike chase, yo. And the chick, the chick is not to be trifled with, bro. I hope they expound upon her later on in the in the uh, in the season, cause, bro, she fucking took that dude out. And and remember when she was shanking homeboy? Like like it was nothing. Like it was nothing. She was like, yo. It's me and the homies and my knife. You really going to try to come at my boss? You really going to do this?
1: Hey man, they're trying to earn that pay. They're Bruh. trying to Honestly, it looks like they're just doing their best to repay his loyalty, you know what I mean? Like he gave them a hella chance that by all by all respects, he should have just like reprimanded them and be like, went about his business?" But instead, he did the exact opposite. Well, so he, I totally understand, you know I, that, that. I they're going I, hard I really for appreciate him. what they did here
0: because they when they're, de- they're dealing with technically criminals all around, right? They're all technically criminals, but they're not all just bad guys. They're all criminals. Some of them are criminals for a reason. Some of them are just bad guys. Don't get it wrong. But some of them are criminals because they need a job or they need water or they are doing a job. In the case of um the Black Wookiee. I can't remember his name.
1: Black Chrysanthemum.
0: Yeah, Chrysanthin. Um. You know what I mean? Like, in the end, when when he uh, went through the whole ordeal with Chrysanthemum, he was like, "Ah, eh, I know we fought and you were going to kill me, but you were also just doing a job. So in the end, I have no no dog in the fight of killing you or selling you or trading you in some kind of slave or fashion. I left that behind me when I was with the, the, the Tuscans. And so, yeah, he was just like, yo, you're free, bro. <laughs> Do your think thing. <laughs>
1: Yeah, so I I'm confused I like, by that, too. How
0: gangster is that? This nigga is a Wookiee, bro. He just ran off into the desert. Bruh, where you running to, bro? This is Tatooine. There's mad desert sea there, bro. So good. The Wookiee finds, yeah, <laughs> Wookie finds a way. Yeah, Clearly. Clearly, my man had every intention of surviving that desert. But yeah, that shit was gangster. Yeah, dude. I, I like what they're doing with, with, with Boba Fett. Um, definitely, I'm starting to notice, like, I, I I don't know if it's because of the high quality CG that has uh, been presented to us but I'm definitely starting to notice some of the cheesiness in some of the productions cuz like and when I and when I say cheesy I don't, I don't mean like it's bad it's just you could tell the um the blending of the makeup uh effects with the CG effects you know what I mean mm-hmm. whereas in Oh, okay. Well I, I could very much tell the, the blending of the, the makeup effects and the CG effects. Whereas in something like uh Eternals, I couldn't like the C G and, and the makeup effects were 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 blended in a in, a, in a, just a more quality way. Like it was more seamless. Do you uh, have like when, a when scene I, example? Oh man, in in and well, in Boba Fett, most of it is cosmetic. Uh it's not C G. Um, there is CG art in it and mm-hmm. and um, uh, effects, but the majority of it, like uh, the Gomorans, um, the uh, the huts are actually CG. Um, but you can yeah, tell the it difference. It was funny that he
1: was wiping himself with a gerbil.
0: Well, bro, you know what that shit is, yo. Because Carolina kept asking, like, what is he doing, and I'm like, it's you have hot, to understand, bro. the gerbils quiver because they're scared, it's hot. and the feeling of a quivering gerbil on their fat bulbous skin is just heavenly and i'm just like she's like what and i'm like yeah no nah, it's just weirdo it's just a handkerchief just weirdo he's shit. using the devil <laughs> as a
1: handkerchief because they're in the desert yeah. and he's wiping himself down
0: he just he had guinea pigs on I'm tap on to, 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 down. to, to dab on himself down. down oh and i like how the other uh his sister had the fan and she was fanning herself in the yeah, desert
1: they were trying to keep cool
0: but yeah dude because they like fat <laughs> yo and it's funny because i'm thinking about it like yo Aren't the huts vulnerable? And I'm just thinking about it. And I'm like, oh, you know what? It must take, they just must have really, really high HP. And so, yeah, like <laughs> I have no mobility. Yes, you can attack me and shoot me, but you'd have to shoot me so many times, I'd probably be able to call down a star strike and kill you by the time you fucking were able to kill me with a blaster. So, yeah.
1: No, I thought it was because they were protected. Remember? Like somebody said, like, you, you need permission to kill a hut.
0: Yeah. But you know what I mean? Niggas be wild. You know what I mean? Anybody yeah, can get touched. But if
1: you're trying yeah, to build a kingdom <laughs> the way oh, yeah, he yeah. is, then In you know, Fett, you're absolutely. not going <laughs> to. No, no, I understand why that. Boba
0: Fett wouldn't have wanted to kill him, but I'm like, why wouldn't anyone else do it?
1: You know what I mean? It's a whole planet. It is, but who be like, because Yo. they're protected, that's the sort of thing where that's a whole operation. And mm-hmm. if if. That's that's the type of thing where the only person in the city that they've introduced so far that I could realistically take see successfully taking on that operation would be the mayor and his people, and he looks like he did not want no part of that smoke. You know, what I'm saying he would much rather. Um, turn oh, yeah. um the hut and boba against each other. I'm thinking about some like some
0: like little assassination shit because they be they be on them the
1: platforms walking around like shit is sweet. I mean they do, but like what does a little assassin have to gain by assassinating a hut? You know what I mean? I don't That's know. just putting a big ass target on your head for no it's reason. The same
0: shit that you be wondering every time somebody dies in the hood. You're like, what the fuck did you gain by murdering
1: this person who was helping the hood? Mm-hmm. Exactly. The people on Tatooine because they're That's ruled by. Like, a, uh, because they're ruled by criminals, they know it's not—it's not worth it. You know what I'm saying? It's the type of thing where if you don't have a plan for it, it's not. it it's doesn't not seem like worth it would be it. a it's good about idea. The
0: mentally unstable people that are going to exist in this environment—it's not like I I, feel, you know what I mean. Like I'm not worried about the people who are feel, thinking I, I, about. I I see their what actions. you're
1: saying, right? Yes, they're—they're yeah. they're, they're easy to get touch right there because they're super open. I just think that it's one of those things where they—they they know that they're the top dog, so they can do that. Yeah, Hus their is, status. Must be brave. Their status is all the protection they need. See,
0: cause yeah, and, and and Jabba used to always stay mad. Yo, Jabba always had a gaggle of niggas. Like, but he had a gaggle of like fighting ready niggas. You know what I mean? They just had some dudes Also, they had the Black platform. K. What's that? They also had Black K. Yeah, he was a monster, bro. He took on like what? What was it like? Seven people? Yeah, he took on seven. He took on them. He took on fucking fucking the Power Rangers and the two run- pigs. Bounty hunters, yeah, bro, and Boba. Yo, and barely lost. But he did sneak up on Boba. He snuck up on him kind of dirty in his the tank that
1: was dirty. I mean, it's an assassination. It ain't it supposed, to it, it Wait, assassination. supposed to be. It is an assassination. We're supposed so to honorably no... assassinate you? The hell? No. Bro, well, I you came not assassinate you. me from the front,
0: then you were bitten. I came that. to murk you. <laughs> Why well, you can't assassinate me from the front, though? But, uh, yo, and the whole scene with the ranker. Now he's about, that was a dope scene. I didn't realize that Boba had a fetish for riding different different mounts. Because this nigga, was, he was big on bontha riding. He was big on speeder riding. He was big on spaceship uh, piloting. And now the man's a ranker rider, bro. My man's a
1: bounty hunter. He knows how to use the right tool for the right job.
0: Yeah, I think it's a byproduct of having been to so many diverse environments and knowing like, yo, being able to 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 ride and 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 utilize the local fauna
1: mm-hmm.
0: very much in your best interest. But yeah, there was so many good points. And it was just three episodes, dude. Like, I think there's a lot of there's going to be a lot of good to come out of that. Uh yeah,
1: yeah I'm curious to see where easy. it goes. Not 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 loving the uh the space politics all that much, but I like I like the world building and the National Geographic stuff.
0: Yeah, I don't mind the space politics as much um see I didn't, I hate the Ixtians, man because they're not like they're not gonna give you good they they they're they're always subverting some shit bro like that 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 plot line yeah I think is gonna it's gonna be very straightforward in that everything he says is a lie and has <laughs> two meanings like because that's like that's like a trope for their species. Is that they have two mouths, one on each side, and they always like to say things with two meanings. It's fucking, you know, uh, uh, the the physical embodiment of their uh, of their ideology. But yeah, it, I think that the the rest of the the the, the underground uh, politics between the the um, boba and the rest of the <clears throat> the rest of the the crime lords. And also, I'm interested to see the development of whether the Tuscan Raiders got to hold the the sand sea, because they claim territory and protection in that area right now. And that's a flashback, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, when he established that, that was a flashback, which is interesting because yeah, that it has so many direct parallels to what he's doing right now. Like it was a like it, I really do like how the the learning experience is paralleled in the two two storylines. But yeah, man, Danny Trejo killed it. As we mentioned before, cool as fuck. <laughs>
1: Don't worry, he'll be back.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude, I, I'm looking forward to seeing their whatever uh, training montages they have with uh, the Ranker, uh, Danny Trejo, and, and Boba Fett. It's gonna be fresh.
1: Yeah, I can't wait to see that Ranker eat somebody while Boba's writing it, bro. Oh That's... my goodness, that Ranker is gonna Like, it's gotta kill someone. Defense.
0: Now, I really hope they're not building this up for like emotional like death like the ranker has to sacrifice himself to save him i hope they don't do that you know what i mean but that is a very that's a it's a it's a typical move i hope i'm not foreshadowing that but yeah i watched that i did watch the first three episodes of peacemaker which gosh the second two episodes put so much context to that first episode oh it's is funny it's very Shout much out to them for on. that
1: intro, man. That's that shit's actually pretty funny. Oh, that's just hilarious <laughs> when he's
0: getting out and he's trying to fucking uh and he's scared that 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 like they're gonna they're gonna uh, off him for some reason. He's I meant like, the Yo. musical number intro. Oh, okay. Oh geez. Do you know that what that dance is that they're doing in the beginning? No. It is uh it the first like I think ten to twelve seconds, the dance set is actually um a number that was created by uh um campaigners for Pete Buttigieg when he was running for president and it was it, it became a meme it was so bad it became a meme and now it's fucking I was like yo okay wow like really they put that shit in there dude that shit is hilarious bro like the fact that they that they chose to 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 incorporate that much of the contemporary uh contemporary meme culture I give James Gunn. He he's good. He knows where to where to pull his references from. That one was yeah. good.
1: But there's no guarantee that James Gunn did the choreography for the for that dance though. No, no, no. Oh, I doubt he did the choreography. But I'm pretty
0: sure. Like we know who did the choreography. It was some random campaigner. Somebody had the idea. Like, bro, we gotta open it up because what's more American than using a fucking shitty choreographed dance from a campaign from a failed campaign, nonetheless? Like that shit was hilarious. I was like, no way. Did they really use that shit? Because that shit, yo, dude, that shit was all over Twitter. People were parroting that shit for months. Months. But I guess that was 2016. Nobody remember that shit now.
1: I mean, it's Pete Buttigieg. People don't, most people don't be remembering a lot of most shit about Most people don't even Pete know he's currently
0: in the cabinet and serving in our government. Really? <laughs> But yeah, dude. So yeah, the opening dance number in the which after the first time I watched it, I had to skip it. I was like, all right, I'm not watching this shit anymore. I've seen this way too many times. But yes, it was very entertaining. And uh, the 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 closing cut with uh, eagerly coming in, bro. <laughs> Eagly's the shit. Yo, eagerly is out of control. I think that we need to call uh, Animal Protective Services
1: because nah, it's been nah, Eagley's all right, bro.
0: Bro, yeah. She said, oh, is he is he is he is he nice? And he's like, oh yeah, he's nice. She reaches for him, he pecks her finger. He's like, I thought you said he's nice. He's like, Yeah, he's nice to me. It's like, I knew that. You were just petting him. Bro, when he went into the garage and the eagle was hugging him, I was like, That yo, was pretty I'm funny." D- this
1: thing is out of control, bro. That is yo. precisely when I went to Google and I was like, Yo, is this fucking eagle oh, CG? Yeah. Oh,
0: hell yeah. He, yo. If you could train an eagle to hug a human, do you not... <laughs> bro, it would be nothing but images of eagles <laughs> oh, hugging John, Donald Trump.
1: No, bro, so his campaign are would have been bro. all over that. That's another reason why I figured it was CG, too, because eagles are protected. You can't just be touching eagles like that.
0: No, and eagles can also smell bullshit, because when one got close to Donald Trump, it immediately grabbed his toupee yeah. off. <laughs> I <do>
1: remember that, <laughs> I said tear it up He was like what the fuck
0: Yeah dude they was, he, he was like alright How close can quick. I get You can get a little bit closer That nigga inched That nigga eagle was like Nope Get your ass out You
1: smell like cheeseburgers Nigga get back
0: I know you smell like Fucking McDonald's Fucking Fucking uh Grease But yeah no uh Fucking Peacemaker Is definitely coming along dude I, I think that that one's Gonna end up being The I think the crown
1: Shout out to Vigilante My favorite psychopath Of Bro, all time Bro
0: Vigilante That character I was not expecting I was not expecting that character. Especially because, like, DC Vigilante doesn't have very many lines. He's just, like, he kind of pops in, you know what I mean, into the comics and is, is, like, a sidekick. So, for him to come in and have this much personality, because don't get it twisted. The man has personality, bro. That 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 actor really is, I think, sticking that whatever direction he's getting. Yeah. He's nailing that, that shit, That character's dude. hilarious. Bro, when... When uh, it came to uh, The moment when Oh my goodness The whole storyline Behind Peacemaker Losing his nerve Oh my gosh The humanizing Of this sociopath
1: Jesus man James Gunn yeah, that's They're maniac it. What's bro. really interesting Is um, I heard John Cena Talking about it And he was just like Yo Peacemaker's just about A guy that wants to do right He just doesn't know What right is Because he was raised By a fucking piece Nazi. of shit
0: he literally raised by a Nazi.
1: Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, So he just doesn't... He wants to do right earnestly, and he tries very hard to do it, but he just bro. he's not entirely sure what the right thing is. He's just, been misled a little bit.
0: And, and case in point, the scene where he's talking to his dad, and he's talking about his time in prison, and... Oh, no, I'm sorry. He's talking about his time with the... Um, with Bloodsport? Suicide Squad, yes. And, uh, and and he's talking about Bloodsport, and nothing is impressing him. None of the crazy shit. Which, after I saw the man's workshop, I understood why nothing was impressing him. <laughs> but the, I, the fact that once he started describing... Uh, the torture of his dad. Yeah, bl- uh, Bloodshot's uh, torture. Sport? Bloodsport's torture that he, at the hands of his father... That's what I mean. His dad was giddy. Yeah, that was that's what he connects Gitty. to. That's when I realized, like, oh, this thing is crazy, crazy. He's not just like a bad father. There's bad dads out there, and that's, that's just the byproduct of not being taught how to be a good
1: father. You know what I mean? This guy and not wanting to learn and not wanting to most learn. Most people aren't. Well, I wouldn't say most, but a lot of people aren't taught to if be good parents. If you're a decent parents. person,
0: you could be a good enough. But dad. you can
1: pick it up, my nigga. Yeah, you can pick it up. Along you can the way. fucking pick it up, goddammit. You should be able to pick it up before your kid can remember how shitty you. You feel me? It's not like there aren't any other good dads around that you're like, I have no idea how
0: you do it. Yeah, because how, how do you do this thing? At this point in age, if there's anything Apparently you I,
1: want uh, to do and be, <laughs> you can do and be it. <laughs> Apparently, I feel some type of way about bad fathers.
0: Yes, understandably so. But um, nonetheless, like. This guy was a fucking genuine shitbag sociopath. I thought that the 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 prison Nazi scene was a little bit forced, but I guess they had to make their point.
1: Yeah, I, f- their I point felt very like, made. I think the point was to show not only that, you know, he's the leader of the thing, but I think they're they're trying to show how ridiculous that looks.
0: Yes, it definitely plays on the fact that a that's, of That's that's why they
1: held it for that long is to show you like look how stupid these motherfuckers look on oh, their yeah. knees worshipping another happen human in being in an American prison. That could
0: that just couldn't happen in an American prison. Like it, yeah, um, they the moment that five people would have been standing next to each other, they would have been broken up because there's a, there's an ordinance. None of this uh, the correctional officers in the prison are permitted to allow people to gather in that way. So it's just like, and they're shouting. So anyway, that's just me being ultra realistic. The point was very much made that this nigga. Now I'm wondering if. Is it his past and reputation that caused them to do that, or is this nigga mentally controlling them? Because those that show was fanatical. Like they instantly got to like straight Heil Hitler status. It wasn't like, oh, okay, we're gonna rally around yeah. this
1: dude. He's a, apparently he just has that status. Like he's a grand wizard. Remember, he because if you remember in the beginning of the um in episode one. Uh, the daughter was talking to someone and they're like, oh, yeah, we think he's he's a, oh, he's a he's an asshole and probably racist. And she was like, yeah. And then I think Amanda Waller was the one who was like, yeah, you know who his dad is. Yeah. So they they were trying to drop hints in there like, oh, yeah, no, there's something uh, deeply fucked up about his dad. There, there's absolutely an allegory
0: to America here. I, because I, I and and it's one that I think is very salient that you have a genuinely evil racist past and and people who have no connection to that who were taught certain things who have to get past those things and they have to learn about them and that's why I love his interactions with um I can't remember I'm sorry I can't remember her name and it's really bad because she's really popular and she's been in a ton of shit and she's a good <laughs> actress um his main handler
1: yeah the black girl, Amanda Waller's daughter. I don't,
0: I don't want to call her that. <laughs> that is, you like, don't remember
1: her name? I got, you. I got you. Yeah. don't trip. Um,
0: but yeah, um, his interactions with her are so. Re- I, I love it because she, she absolutely is like,
1: yeah, this dude. is... Leota Adebayo is her Leota, character name.
0: Yes, is the character's name. Um, he's clearly a racist and clearly problematic, but it's my job to deal with him. And I'm not going to take any of this personally because I really don't give a shit. And I love that, that she can carry that. She carries that because when he's doing random racist shit and he's not even noticing it, she's not getting upset at him. She's like, yo, dude, that's just wrong. Don't do that. Uh, you know what I mean? And at the same token, I love I, I do appreciate that. He seems to be to want to learn why he's wrong. You know what I mean? Like.
1: Yeah, like the point that he really just doesn't get how to be a good person. Yeah, like— It's not that he's trying to be an asshole. He's an asshole by coincidence. Not by coincidence, are yeah, incidentally in an un- asshole.
0: When you're inundated and raised in an environment that teaches you hate, such such virulent hate, you know what I mean? It's very understanding that you just have a terrible understanding of what right and wrong is. Your ideas of right and wrong are just completely botched and screwed— because the person who was responsible for teaching them to you was not responsible and taught them to you in a weird and fucked up way. And John Cena, I like, he is killing that. You know what I mean? He's killing that, 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 that aspect of the role, you know? And yeah, so seeing him and it's not just, and that's another thing. It's not just his, his, his racism. It's hugely sexist. I mean, the man is, is, is a terrible pervert and the, the the way that he treats um Hartworth Hartworth right Hartcourt is is terribly sexist it's it's utterly ridiculous of course every time he feels like he needs to he needs to uh put forth one of these sexist uh uh ideas that he has she immediately smashes the idea the idea that she needs to be protected the idea that she's she doesn't uh that she doesn't know how to be a um a secret agent as well as he does Anything. You know, all of the 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 misogynistic ideas that he puts forth, her character immediately was like, Nope, nope, I'm actually the most present-of-mind person here. I'm one of the most combat-ready people here. I'm the one who's probably gonna have your back more than anyone else here. Like, yeah. And then funny enough, it it's no wonder that he he takes he he starts to experience those things and he immediately Mixes them up with oh I think I'm falling in love with her and it's just like no nah, bro no bro the first thing you're feeling is probably friendship that's something you want from a friend maybe it'll develop into love but of course he is a very immature person you know what I mean he was never given the chance to develop all of that understanding of other people and relationships and the deepness you know what I mean and so yeah it's it, that that uh dynamic I think is really interesting. His friendship with Iconos. econos
1: economos. You mean
0: Dyebeard? Yeah, Dyebeard. First of all, I and, and I, I'm pretty sure he did this on purpose, but his oversensitivity to that nickname <laughs> is just so <laughs> indicative of how oh, like shit. how sensitive this man is. Like, holy shit. Like this guy is like paper thin, man. Like honestly I I, I I fear for his abilities to withstand any of the things that come up against him and it's funny because Murns, Murns also he's like oh do you think that I can't handle it and he starts talking to him in baby talk and I'm just like God damn it dude dude oh you're a grown man and another grown man just talked to him in baby talk and your first inclination was like please don't talk to me like that have some respect for me no he wasn't even offended as if thank you for respecting my sensitivity like no motherfucker it was meant to be disrespectful but yeah economos i th- his friendship with uh with peacemaker is going to th- i think be a very very interesting thing to watch uh develop over the course of the season um cuz yeah they're very different very different you know what i mean and then of course you have vigilante vigilante one of the boy man i He's a really lovable sociopath, even really more is. so than Peacemaker. Because Peacemaker, <laughs> I actually wanted to watch Peacemaker get beat up. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't mind it. After watching him kill Flag, I was very okay with watching Peacemaker. Like, he was a, he. that was kind of irredeemable for me. You know what I mean? But Vigilante? He's like, no, no, no. I'm crazy. I want to kill people but I promise you I'll only kill bad people unless That's it's an accident. <laughs> yeah. I promise you if I kill a good person, only you know, by I accident. When he
1: was like, people think you're racist. He <laughs> was, like, yeah. was like, see, I kill mostly white, white people anyway. <laughs> I love it, dude. Or when they were having the threesome and he was like, and he offered him the joint, he was like, yo, I don't want that shit. shit. Yeah, I can't, even, I can't believe they legalized <laughs> that shit two years ago. I would have kill both of you for that.
0: Bro, can you like, imagine being open enough to have a threesome <laughs> but not open up to share a joint with someone?
1: bro he says, two years ago. I it's funny kill because both like of you I friends. have homies.
0: Like, yo, nah, like, damn. so many friendships I have are a complete opposite. Like, yo, we could share weed. We could talk. But we're not gonna be like naked next to each other. Nah, we're not doing that. You know what I mean? But his whole perspective was like, yo, nah, B, I will fuck this chick. I will I will fuck her with your dick right there. That's cool. But so, don't hand me
1: that. We can't weed. smoke weed, bro. Don't I, I, ain't weed. Yo, <laughs> I ain't with the, that shit. What? I ain't with that. shit. That shit. That's a bridge too far, sir. Dude,
0: and then the whole, the whole cuckolding of that guy's yo, wife, that shit bro. That was
1: so funny, oh. <laughs> dude. Oh,
0: this is the funniest Maybe parts. We listen to me. This is the funniest parts of white culture coming coming to bear. Oh, that shit, was that shit is hilarious, funny. dog. Oh my goodness. Yo, I and can't then the fact, it. yo, and he stumbled upon the uh, dude. The fact that, uh, like, he happened to just stumble upon a random person that he was supposed to kill, I'm pretty sure that was set up. <laughs> that was set up, bro. But that shit was crazy, bro. Was and there's funny. a lot of titties in this shit. I was, but it is on HBO Max. So HBO. I was like, okay. My man was railing fucking ro- uh, 80s rock star That's chick. That's
1: one of my favorite um, uh, SNL sketches. It's not porn. It's HBO. No.
0: Dude, I first of all, I don't know where they got this chick from, bro, but that hair was her so hair extra was wild, yeah. But it, it it after they got like after seeing her and then going back to her apartment, she was clearly a plant, right? Like she was literally the perfect woman for her, for him.
1: Mm-hmm. She was everything mm-hmm. that he wanted. I mean, the thing is, everything that he wants, you mean a woman? You feel me? Because he hits out everyone no. that shows up.
0: Yes, yes. But then he went back to her apartment and she had all his favorite records. He loved like every like everything in her apartment was like tailor made for him. Th- to the point where he went and stole a bunch of her shit. He liked her shit so much. Which I thought was fucking dude. You know, talk about scumbag shit. Like well not then again she tried to kill him. So is it that
1: bad that he went back to go get the shit? No, I mean, he's cleaning up evidence. It makes sense. No, no, he took the records and shit. Yeah, he bro. got distracted. He's a piece of he, shit, of course. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's not going to, he went to but clean that's the up part evidence, that I'm but he's not uh, uh, good at that sort of thing, so he's got distracted in the process. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: I understand that his inclination might have been sound, but he's a, yeah, I'm referencing the, the scumbag part where he went and robbed her and took, a, well, she she was dead after he. Yeah, and I mean, that's not all so that surprising, That's not robbing, you know right? I mean? You can't rob a dead person. Of course, you can. And otherwise, grave. grave
1: robbing wouldn't be a thing.
0: But it's not in their grave, right? <laughs> <laughs> but nah, yo that She was like Alright, bro You went back there That bitch had everything To fucking distract him from The fact that she was a murderous Fucking Alien Whatever Like, I don't even know yet What these butterflies are You think they're aliens? I believe
1: so, yes
0: Damn, dude Starro brought his whole home He brought the whole fucking Menagerie with him But yeah, yo Fucking He had He I, I, I It strikes me, I don't know, I could be off, but we'll see uh throughout the course of the season. But I feel like she was a plant because there was way too many things to distract him from the fact that she was doing everything to get him into a lulled state to try to kill him.
1: The reason why I would disagree with that is one, at the end of the third episode when they did the zoom out of the map and you saw all the butterflies there. A lot of them. That's number one. Number two is... I'm not sure if she was the one on his list, but he was. He had information in the dossier about butterflies in general, mm-hmm. which a butterfly would consider to be a threat.
0: Mm, you're right. You're so, right. I, she didn't. She,
1: I don't think she was going to kill him until after. The yeah, dossier. it was. It was when she went into the. She found the dossier and shit. That's when she started going ham on him. And also, yeah. you wouldn't really And, like, so and there wouldn't be a reason to put a plant on him because like that task force had literally just been like formed.
0: But maybe the butterflies have agents everywhere, and they're like, "Yo, this guy could be a problem. Take him out."
1: It's possible, but based on the but fact that, that, that the, the other actually, butterfly didn't know what was up when they went to go take out the mayor, that's well, why I, think I would get that. The point about the dossier, I think, is probably kind
0: of a silver bullet in that one because, yeah, you, why why would you even be caring about the dossier? Who gives a shit? You know what I mean? You know everything that's in the dossier. You know he knows about. So who, you know what I mean? Like that's you're just gonna be a nosy bitch to get yourself caught. Nah. I think she probably didn't wasn't on to him until after the dossier, and then she probably went after him. You're right, but um, yeah, that shit was. I there's so many different threads that I can't wait to see how they they mature. Yeah. The Myrn's thread. Oh, Myrn um, is
1: super dope.
0: That's gonna I be interesting. Peacemaker and his father, um, his handlers. Each of his handlers have an interesting. They did a great job of see. That's what I mean. Like, and and now granted, yes, I know I'm comparing a movie to a TV show, but like. I never met any of these characters with the exception of Eagly and um peacemaker and Waller and I was actually interested in all of them by the end of that third episode and that was only what uh 120 minutes so it's two hours worth of of, of watching you could develop new characters i I honestly um and, and here um'll we'll, we'll move on into the, the the next thing I watched which which is eternals which I went in there with very very high hopes I sh- I probably should have modulated my expectations um a little bit but um it was decent it was well produced well acted I don't think that there was any like bomb performance like bombing performances um I you know I I'm not a huge fan of Angelina Jolie's acting performances but she did a decent job she did a good job in her action and
1: everything I was shocked Marvel had the balls to make her a supporting character that shit was wild surprising to me, but I was like, all right. But yeah. Can see that. But it, that just goes to show you that like a Marvel property is worth it even if you are the support. Even absolutely. if you go from a uh, even if you go from an a list actor to just being a support character, it's still worth it.
0: And and with a cast that, that's that that has that many high end actors in it, yeah. And you yeah, really, I'm... you know, you really can't uh complain too much you know what i mean yeah. because no one got that much screen time even though i will say even though um thena had one of the more pivotal roles in the movie i feel like her development was kind of shallow um well I, I feel like the development at large was was kind of shallow but um hers in particular i think was one of the lacking parts because even like um uh the the guy the, the 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 creator the the inventor Festos Festos, even Fastos, um his backstory I think was uh, expounded on better throughout the course of the movie, um mainly because it was way simpler you know he had he anything that he was involved in was <sighs> mainly him, pro, uh providing you know some kind of tech or something yeah. interesting or. He's like along. the um
1: he's Hephaestus basically. Yeah.
0: Yeah, he he's so the, pretty he's much the embodiment military. of his of Hephaestus in um in mythology. And so yeah, uh Sprite like Sprite was one that I would have loved to uh to hear more about their uh their journey through history, you know what I mean? Cuz Sprite was there. Um Sprite is is nonconforming, correct?
1: You mean the the little redheaded girl? Yes, oh. I don't know. She just seemed like a regular girl to me.
0: Oh, okay. Because I, I knew. Well, I was told one of the members of of the Eternals was supposed to be non gender conforming, and so I was trying to. I, I assumed. I just assumed it was Sprite, um, because that was the only person who who didn't present, you know, with a particular um, gender in any way. Um, but yeah, uh, Sprite was the Chronicler. You know, mm-hmm. it, it, Sprite's power was to create images and 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 their job was to was to uh you know uh actually tell the stories of me, uh, of the history of of earth you know like i would you know as a character that would particularly be going around to chronicle things and seeing all the most interesting stuff well, that's not really
1: her um you know like that's just something she did for fun you know what i'm saying that's not really the eternals were specifically told to kind of be a little bit hands off with well, the even humans. even so yeah develop. even
0: so um uh yeah i wasn't expecting to, uh, sprite to in uh intervene but i would like to see the things that, or see the her perspective uh of what went down in those those moments because you know, they were able to watch it from a bird's eye view to get uh, an objective perspective of a lot of uh, events in history. That would have been cool to expound
1: on. We didn't get any of that kind of stuff. We um, didn't have time for that. The movie ain't, was ain't two a and a half hours. The movie was already two and a half hours, you know what I'm saying? Adding, adding extra exposition on history we already know would definitely mm-hmm. make it... Uh, yeah, it would definitely. Push I would have. The, the I would have liked, um, given mm-hmm. what Eternals was for the
0: MCU phase five. It's phase five, right? Four. Phase four. I would have liked to see them, the Zack Snyder edition, and and I say that not to say that I want to see Zack Snyder on this. I would have loved to see like the fully, the fully like unfolded, uh, breadth and width of the uh, of this kind of saga that went down in movie format i think that the eternals were deserving of that the The characters dirt certainly merited it um the stories existed uh for for adaptation i would i would have liked to see them get the the big the big treatment you know what i mean because this movie i felt like um uh it, it was lacking something for me it was it was lacking um you know i it it, it didn't you know, I, I I fell asleep for for a part of it. Like it just didn't grab me. Like the the performances were there, but I didn't feel attached to them. Um, and I was open for it, man. I was looking for it, but it just uh, it just didn't hit me there. Yeah, that's fair. Um, but uh, I thought that uh the the setup. Um, damn it, I didn't get to see the post credits, which I do want to watch because. Uh, I, I keep hearing about uh the setup for for Blade and Black Knight which that i'm very amped for i was i, I thought that um uh uh Cerise's, is it Cersei or Cerise uh Cersei Cersei uh her and uh and, and Black Knight's character i thought it had great chemistry i would love to see <laughs> that that whole uh thing move forward um i, I she really need to in the space yeah <sighs> Um, I would. I I really enjoyed Icarus. Um, I love their yeah. portrayal of I- Icarus him. Icarus
1: is his. He. I actually kind of. I feel for him the most in the in, in that movie because I imagine that he had sort of one of the hardest roles, other than Ajax. And I mean, to bear the weight of that secret yeah. and and then bear additional sins and secrets on top of that at the end is it's got to be a little bit. I mean, clearly the nigga flew into the sun at the end, so yeah, clearly yeah. took a toll on him but yeah i i really liked icarus's story and and how his side of things played out because it's like man it's I, i feel it man it's it's one of those things where where you're like uh where you're told a set set amount of things for like a huge portion of your life and then all of a sudden somebody's like oh yeah all that that's just bullshit we just told you that to get you to do what we wanted you to do the reality is actually this you know what i'm saying so it's it's actually I, I really liked his uh, story arc. It's a very him, real story arc. It has a lot
0: of um, analogies to to sentiments that you know a lot of people will feel today. It's a very sa- salient um, arc uh, for sure.
1: and I also I, I like the one with Sprite too with the um hers is also really tragic, you know what I mean because shes she she she's constantly pining for something that she'll never have because she never ages. To the point that, it, yeah. you know what I mean, she ends up betraying her, the only family she's ever known, because she's... It's like, being in a turtle is just suffering incarnate, man, like... For, well, for it, um, it was Icarus, the, it was Druid, and uh, Sprite. Like, it was, they had yeah, it rough. Yeah, they were fucked, man. Like, they had it rough, yeah. Being
0: immortal doesn't have to be torture, but they were pers- their particular setup, like, Druid's ability to be an ultra-empath and imp- affect people's minds and then watch them hurt themselves. Yeah. Like, to come watch on, humans man, commit you set genocide set that man up for torture, bro. Yeah, that sucks. That was rough,
1: dude. And then Athena, hers is just more like she just, you know, she just she well, went Athena, crazy.
0: It was fucked up because well, did, well, well Athena's crazy, power is the uh, Athena's whole issue wasn't that she was immortal. It was just that she happened to be the only person to to remember some shit that she wasn't supposed to, and it was like ah shit. Didn't reformat
1: her hard drive before you fucking gave her a new skin and sent her out. And, and you know, Westworld all over again. Oh my goodness, dude. And and it's it's, it's
0: part of the problem of uh, that, that that we see recurring through the human conception of like biological machines is that unfortunately the idea of wiping memory from a biological thing is not a thing. Like you can't do that. Like even when they even when a biological entity attempts to wipe its own memory through trauma of something, there's still lasting vestiges. Your body of remembers. It. Man. You know what I mean. And so, unfortunately, Eternals were far more resilient. But if you fucking format their hard drive a thousand million times, guess what? You're gonna fucking cause they trauma. They get mad, weary. Yeah, they're gonna the trauma from the the rewriting is gonna imprint itself, and they're gonna remember something. They're gonna remember something, and see, and that's one thing I I was like. Dina, really? That was your... So you remember that, oh, this is all a lie, and so
1: your first thing is to go fucking attack everyone? Oh, no, no. She didn't remember that it was a lie. Mm-hmm. The, the thing is, Mad Weary manifests itself as like a mental condition. You just have memories that you can't place where they're from or what exactly they mean. And also, she was, like, it, it was actively taking over her mind. She would just lose ability see, and control. The thing
0: is, is that that description <clears throat> of Mad Weary was given to us while they didn't know what Mad Weary was.
1: Yeah, but they later on expounded on it. You might not have you might Ooh, have okay, missed okay. that center part, but they later on expounded on it, like especially when they went back to um to go meet with Gilgamesh and Thena in the reunion portion. And a okay, no, I saw that.
0: That they hadn't realized what they hadn't realized their, their uh, what their actual purpose was by then.
1: No, but they started to talk about her condition.
0: Yeah, they were talking about her condition from the perspective of thinking that it was a condition and not realizing it was the byproduct of them wiping her memory over and over and over.
1: Yeah, that they, they so didn't that's find not that. Out. They didn't discuss crazy. that specifically yeah. until later.
0: Oh, okay, okay, yeah. So if they discuss that later, I definitely uh, missed that part. But yeah. yeah, the whole the whole the whole you know insanity part or her losing her mind yeah her misunderstanding of what she was going through I guess could have led her to the to the to the drastic reactions because I mean she went buck wild man you can't yeah.
1: be the, It pretty much looked like when your ultimate warrior goes rewrote wild her you. brain you know what I mean like her eyes would just glow and she just stopped recognizing everyone and her only all she would do would be try to kill people she wouldn't even talk
0: yeah, that shit. When, is crazy. When, when
1: that shit uh, but yo, um, why
0: Gilgamesh had to put the had to put the heavy hand on it
1: though. <laughs> Gilgamesh was bittersweet for me, because I do I love I'm a big fan of Ma dong Suck, the actor that plays him. Yes, I But, am as well. Like um, and it's cool that like one of my favorite things was when he just like karate chopped the shit out of the Deviant in the beginning when yeah, he was yeah, trying yeah, to yeah, burst yeah. through the door. <laughs> but I was like, come on, man, make him do some more cool shit. Like, you know, like I didn't see him lift nothing not once. Bro. He didn't lift nothing and throw nothing. I, I, all he did was just punch things. I was a little bit upset cool, because but I figured
0: somebody who's stronger than Hulk should have been doing the damn thing. Yeah, exactly. You know what, you what I mean? mean? But
1: all he did was just like walk rather uh, deliberately and punch the shit out of you. Speedster, lady, Makari. Makari was better l- she than was awesome, him,
0: which Macari I love. Like very because very rarely do do you see the combination of um of speedster with with force field. Mm-hmm. And Macari was killer with it, bro. Because, like, like that was the thing with Flash. He had to be super careful moving at max speed because he was in the speed force, but God forbid he crossed in, you know, he started to slow down and came back into reality and there was something there. He's going to get cut, which happened to him, you know what I mean? Like, Macari's ability to be, like, super fast and also invulnerable while moving that shit with the inertial barrier shit bro clutch
1: yeah she was fucking people up with that or uh icarus specifically
0: a, a, a sentient fucking cannonball all right <laughs> all right
1: and i like fastos and his little rings and shit and Yo, his cannons
0: bro you gotta have massive Fantasy technology bro. If, gonna... yeah i i like fastos he reminds me a lot of robot from invincible like robot is just a robot like the actual creature itself is very, very vulnerable. But boy, man, if you're smart and you got got tech on your side, man, it's it's magic.
1: Man, it might as well thinking, be magic. Son, always thinking. <laughs>
0: Yeah dude I love how this was always trying to figure out what the appropriate technology to introduce to society was like uh, fine
1: this it's the, the plow the plow <laughs> like he knew it was he was, was supposed so to be. hurt bro he was like yo look at my engine too soon too soon bro too and he
0: soon. knew it that's why he had to plow on decky <laughs>
1: he knew too soon
0: but yeah so so definitely fucking there, Eternals had its pluses um I have to give it another watch but um, it it's it's middling in terms of Marvel movies for me. Um, I agree with that. Yeah, it's definitely not at the top of Marvel movies for sure. Yeah, um, I think that I kind of killed myself with with like the anticipation. Um, I think that I should have. You know what I should have done? I should have probably watched Spider Man first. Get that <laughs> fix. You know what I mean? Because I think Spider Man is going to is going to um satisfy that itch. And then watch Eternals when I'm just you know ready to watch a regular movie, which I'll probably do. I'll probably wait until after to uh, I watch Spider Man to to rewatch Eternals. But yeah, it definitely was not a bad movie. Like I, I definitely wouldn't say uh, if if there's critiques, I can see there being critiques of the story and exposition. Um, I didn't feel like they, I, and then this is typically uh, my complaint. Is that they they deviated from the source material and didn't make it better. Which is... That's usually my complaint. Like like, like Deadpool. I thought that Deadpool deviated from the source material. But made it better. You know what I mean? Everything that they changed or that they embellished on. I thought was... uh, Was well brought to the table. I don't think that the rewriting of this deviance in the MCU was better than than uh the storyline that the deviants uh had from the comics and it could have been adapted like it was it was it was eminently adaptable especially because thanos is already there and thanos is is a deviant
1: technically but i guess he has a deviant gene he's a titan with a deviant gene
0: yes well they're all titans the 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 uh eternals and the deviants are titans There's the Deviants that have the Deviant Gene, and then there's the Eternals that can't reproduce and are set at their... Comic book stuff, right? Yeah, comic book style. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, Which, um, yeah, I I, I thought that uh, unless their goal is ultimately to depart Thanos from that general storyline... Altogether, and so that's why they had to
1: probably not. Create- they introduced his brother in the first cutscene, in the first um post credit scene. Eros. Yes, sir.
0: Yes, but uh, I don't. D- they introduce Eros as a deviant.
1: They introduce Eros, and he introduced himself as Thanos's brother. He didn't because he doesn't. He's not a that's deviant because he doesn't scene. have the deviant gene. He's just a regular. He's regular. He's played well, by no, Harry Styles. No, they're all Styles.
0: created. That's the thing is, is that. Th- the deviant gene was just something that they were talking about in the comic books, and then they retconned it to the deviant race.
1: Oh, okay. I, I yeah. only know about, like, the mutation that ha- that gave Thanos his purple skin. Yeah, see, they took that away that.
0: because the the whole thing is that mutants and deviants aren't the same, so they stopped referencing the, the deviant gene as a mutation, and more gotcha. of the deviants were created to have multiple forms. They can have, you know, a myriad of forms, and... Uh, they can alter their forms based on um, genetics, yes, but the, mu- the mutation, quote-unquote, was reserved for, for mutants because that was the special gift of humans. Like, humans were weak and short-lived, but they had the ability to mutate into massively powerful beings, which is why the Eternals and the Deviants sought to control their population so much. Which, I, you know, I thought that... If they were bringing the mutants into the into the MCU and all that stuff was was burgeoning, I thought that would have been a a a good storyline to keep. But it could have. They have bigger. bigger, It would be in the wrong order,
1: you know, because they're not really trying to um, really introduce anything about mutants yet, per se. They're doing that very very trickle. They're trickling that in like very very slowly.
0: Yeah, and that's what I'm saying like it would have been nice to see see hints of that storyline here but you wouldn't have to see any mutants it would just be the war of the Eternals and the Deviants. Um but yeah, I also don't know how they would even tie that into to Thanos and all that other stuff. So, if they're if they're diverging, well no, you said that Eros, wait, in the opening scene
1: Eros introduced himself in the mid-credit scene. Oh, yeah. the
0: mid-credit role scene, got you. I got to rewatch that.
1: Um the first mid-credit scene is so yeah. Um, there's a lot of context for this and movie. The troll.
0: Oh okay. Yeah, there's a lot of context for this movie that I need to to go back and 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 readdress. Um, but yeah, unfortunately, th- the package of the movie wasn't as entertaining. It was not as entertaining as I had hoped. But um, I'm gonna go back to get the lore points for sure because there clearly was stuff that I missed. Um, in my little siesta, but damn, dude. I haven't fallen asleep in a movie in a long time, man. That shit felt kind of bad. Felt felt bad, bro. It happens. Yeah. And then um I uh I watched Witcher. Finally got around to it. That's dude, Witcher is fucking good, dude. Dude, let me tell you. I am now the Netflix Netflix costumes Can we say that there's cheese in that, man? Cuz cuz his uh his homeboy in the uh in the in the boar in the boar outfit, mm-hmm. I was like, all right, bro. <laughs> it was what it was done well enough. But it was funny because whereas his boar outfit was kind of a little bit cheesy, the CG magic that he was casting looked dope. Like then <laughs> that nigga when they were playing daggers, and he and he was like, Oh, you ready? And he waved his hand and then the daggers pulled into the table. I was like, yo, that shit looked dope. And there's mad shit that was looking really well done. But, yo, I think it's something that Netflix does because it's kind of part of their their production.
1: That part for him specifically might have been um, done intentionally, though, because they said— because I remember I, was, I watched a lot of the um, <clears throat> making of and, like, behind-the-scenes shit for The Witcher, and they were talking about um, the actor when they were doing it. And that was like that part of campiness and sort of like mm-hmm. that's all a part of his personality and his aesthetic. Okay, good. So yeah, okay, good. So it was done intentionally. Yeah, I'm not mad. Like at he's, he's camp for a reason. You know, like he's like a he's a he's a bombastic magician. Oh, there you go. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> like that's so good. Just how it is. I'm glad
0: because it definitely was there. Because typically the wig crew in a Netflix series they be killing me, bro. Girl's, uh wig. Have you have you watched season one closely to season two? Uh, you'll no, see I haven't seen it since the last came wig. out. Oh man, they stepped up my man's wig. The shit was sitting on top of his head in season one. Yeah, it was
1: bad. News. I don't really notice stuff like that,
0: bro. They really like I don't
1: really be paying attention to people's like hair and shit.
0: It's gotten better. It's gotten better, and it's and I've definitely noticed that uh, uh, Henry Cavill has his own combat style. The way he does combat scenes, the way he does like uh, melee combat it's very cavil
1: you know yeah, what I mean they they honed Geralt's fighting quite a bit
0: yeah I noticed that um because what else have I seen him because I saw him do some sword fighting in a night movie and it had a lot of the same movements you know what I mean and and not that it shouldn't have it should actually like sword fighting is 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 a known quantity you know it's not gonna vary too much throughout history um but yeah I liked I like what he that uh, that uh, swag that he brings to the to the sword fight. But um,
1: man, I remember him saying in a, in an interview that he actually got them to adjust the um to adjust the handguard on his sword because for it didn't fit Geralt's fight Geralt's fighting style because he needs to um, move Large. the sword around a lot. When he's changing positions, and the initial handguard that they had for him was sort of preventative towards that. Yeah. So he actually had it got it custom made and upgraded it a little bit.
0: Oh, man. Let me tell you, having watched <clears> Nightmare of the Wolf, seeing Velsamir, I was like, oh, yeah, yo, beard. Velsimir, man. He there's was, no L in his he, name.
1: Huh? There's no L in his name. Vesimir. Oh, oh, just Vesimir? Mm-hmm.
0: I don't know why I keep thinking there's an L in it. Um, Yeah, dude, Vesemir was killing in fucking Nightmare of the Wolf, bro. And it's so
1: crazy to see him, like, grown up now and, like, as, like, the... It's awesome to see him as the young guy that matured to be the caretaker of the witchers, but it's nice to see him in present day as the... The grandfather of the Witchers, who's taking on the responsibility of making sure they don't go extinct.
0: Not even yeah, that absolutely. As well as I'm really enjoying the um, him passing down wisdom to Geralt, yeah, and then wi- Geralt passing down yeah. wisdom to um, I'm sorry, what's her name? Siri. Siri. Yo, there's too many names and too many similar like, ones. I, I <laughs> love
1: the scene where he mentioned like um, when when the I don't remember the Witcher's name that got killed by the tree, but uh, then, uh, Yeah, Yeah. And I then probably um extra letters in there too. And then Vesemir was mad about it, and it was like, you you understand because you know he's my child. Now now that you have Siri, you understand what mm. that meant to me.
0: Yeah, and, and when I he was like, telling him, when when he was berating him for 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 just when he asked him what are you gonna do with Siri, and he was like, I'm gonna keep her alive, and he was like. That ain't going to be enough. And he's like that's what you <laughs> that's did. And he's like that's not what I did. What I did is I taught you to fight for yourself. And he's like, "Oh. oh I got to teach her to be self-sufficient. I can't let her yeah. I can't keep taking her into dangerous situations and then having to be her protector. She at some point will have to protect
1: herself." It's the same thing that Ajax was saying to Druig, bro. You can't you got you can't hold her hand through everything. You got to let yeah. them grow and learn. Yeah. Otherwise, and then ultimately you're them.
0: ultimately I in Druid's case, it came to realize that most of his desire to fix things was egotistical, and so in the end, fixing something out to of cope, ego bro. is not, Yeah, fixing things out of ego is that doesn't lead to anything good. But yeah, so fucking gosh, man, so many, so many great points in Witcher. Yeah. Um, the Bruxia dude, like that's what I'm saying. Like, there's <laughs> some really cool. good CG graphics that's why that's i think it's cool. hilarious when they choose not to use cg graphics because it's obvious it's like oh you, you did that on purpose and i'm not even mad at it it's like okay that's that's part of the aesthetic that you're creating got it i want to learn to like that because the rest of this shit is hard as fuck yo um i was unaware of um why the 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 uh one of the witches was so uh obsessed with getting yennefer back i don't remember what happened like I remember like she was never really that close to her. Or in the end wasn't she the one who kind of sent her away?
1: Uh you're talking about the the mean lady, right? Yeah. Oh, the reason why she wanted to get Jennifer back was because she was the one that encouraged her to go out there and do that shit, so she felt responsible for her. Damn, dude. She and you know, she she's Jennifer's teacher. She's like Jennifer's stepmom
0: yeah I didn't realize that their connection was 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 so hard because i mean like yo. it's because they don't age
1: that's mm-hmm. why because the the sorcerers don't age so they've they she has been with Yennefer for much longer than
0: oh, you would realize because, it you know, feels they like look the same. it feels like maybe 15, 20 years, but it's probably been much longer. Yeah.
1: I don't quite remember the exact timeline, but they've been, yeah, they've been sorcerers and shit for quite a while. Ooh, okay. Gotcha. 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 Gotcha.
0: Yeah. Because when there's time jumps and it's not like an obvious. Season one was fucking yeah. weird for that. Yeah, yeah, and it's not very obvious that nope. we've we've changed like a whole setting type of thing, kind of like what happened in Westworld. You know, oh, Westworld. Yeah. Remember, she's been about with that.
1: Jennifer since Jennifer was ugly.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. She's the one who took Jennifer from the from the the pigsty, mm-hmm. and and fixed her. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know, yeah, you're right. Now that I think about it, okay, gotcha. You know what? Yeah, but you know it. But all that time she did that she never acted like she liked her. Yeah. She did all of those things, made this this young girl up into this powerful sorceress and showed her disdain the whole time. So mm-hmm. I never at no point that I was like, oh okay, yeah, no, she she actually very much endears this young woman as her, you know, progeny almost.
1: Yeah, like she had to to say to say, I want to say her name is Taseya. Taseya has to remain like impartial, right? You can't show favoritism for a half elf, mm-hmm. which you yeah. know what I'm saying? She, she's already scorned as it is, so she can't really go out of her way to show extra favorites. But also, to say it doesn't look like she shows fuck. I was surprised as fuck when yeah. she had a relationship, right? I was... Because she seems wild frigid. Yeah. So, you know, it it's just... It's in those very specific moments when they actually show you that, no, to say actually has a heart. She puts on this front due to responsibility and the weight that she has as, like, the teacher of all these witches. Witches? Yeah. Witches?
0: Yeah. Um... Yeah, dude, that's a really good perspective because I I kind of missed that, and I and putting that into the picture definitely uh puts into context her behavior a lot more for for the, at least the beginning of
1: season two. Yeah, she's not heartless. She just pre- has to pretend. Well, she doesn't have to. She pretends that way for her job.
0: Yeah, and then when and- she leaves her job, when the witches are disbanded, she's like, all right, fuck it. I don't have to pretend like that anymore. I can go find Jennifer and apologize to her for making her do that. <laughs> Or for encouraging her to do that. She didn't make her do anything. Yennefer's yeah. clearly the more powerful. Oh, and Yennefer then, is quite uh, determined
1: uh, to do shit on her own. Oh, I loved Fringilla's... Um, is interesting. Uh, I like that she kind of grabbed her nuts and got some agency this, so to speak, I, I, I this always, season.
0: I, her character was so interesting because I she was always so stalwart. Like, listen, I'm a task mage. You know what a task mage does? I go out and I do things. I, you know what I mean? Like, I am hired to do this, I do that and i fixed my i finished my job that's what i'm trained to do i always finish and then she kind of evolves from that throughout the course of the uh, of the season to like no do what you wanted to do mm-hmm. you know yes you your power doesn't come from your servitude that's that that might have been where your power was now your power can be and what you can do for in, in, for yourself and the things that you want to see happen. Hell yeah. Yeah, seeing Fringilla come I to really liked,
1: I really like her overall arc between season one and two. Absolutely. Fringilla grew quite a bit.
0: Dude, let me tell you, man. Witcher, for whatever camp might exist in its portrayal, it's fucking really well written. Mm-hmm. It's really well written. Like, the character's a like, hell of dynamic.
1: And I like... Um, I want to... Fuck, man. Yes, gear. I, wanted, I was going to call him Joxer from fucking Xena.
0: Nice. But, <laughs> nice.
1: But yes, nice. Gear. <laughs> Joxer. Uh, yes, yes, gear be having the, the, the bangers each season. You know what I mean? I like that, yeah. that. The Burn With Your Bird song. That was dope. Like, you felt like, yo, my nigga was hurt by that shit. You know yeah, what I'm saying? bro. He was fully hurt by that.
0: Dude, cause he said, "Yo, this is saying for months about toss your coin to a witcher, and
1: this nigga <laughs> did. <dick. laughs> it was like burn, burn my memories of the fucking witcher."
0: Damn, <laughs> but yeah, man, Witcher definitely, definitely shaped up to be to be quality. Honestly, not gonna lie, I would have to say Witcher and Peacemaker. I have to wait for Peacemaker to end before I before I rate it versus anything. But right now. It's Witcher and Peacemaker at the top, and then um, Boba Fett, and then I would say uh, Eternals in terms of the things that I watched this weekend. Nice. But um,
1: Yeah, I'm really curious to see where Peacemaker goes, too.
0: Dude, I, I, I'm very confident. I'm very um, confident in James like, Gunn. Like, what's up
1: with these butterflies, bro? Tell me more.
0: All about it. All about it. And, and, and not just that, dude. Like, every single storyline... I'm interested, with the exception of the Nazi jail story.
1: <laughs> Pretty
0: much every yeah, other like, storyline, like, I'm like, yo, I want to see Every character they
1: introduce, like I remember seeing the, um, I remember seeing Judo Master in the intro. Judo
0: Master, and dude. And I was like, yo, who the fuck shit. Is, that? is that? And how fucking like,
1: rude! A, I thought there was like, I thought they, they got, kept calling
0: him Cobra really- Kai what do you call him he called him a uh, 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 I don't remember a, did he call him a midget probably bro I wouldn't
1: be surprised
0: and then and then uh, yo how awesome was it when he was sitting there all tied up and shit and he was trying to talk shit and cold yeah I was to call, uh, and whip Judo Master was the talking shit back ha- you remember in when I whooped your ass yes <laughs> like damn bro <laughs> cause what are you gonna say after that Judo what are you gonna say after that shit. remember I whooped you and your homeboy's ass you both y'all remember
1: I built up a whole squad of you motherfuckers. Remember
0: when? Remember berries?
1: (laughs) Yo, man. I like every character they introduce, like, oh, man, way better than I expected. Yeah, Judo Master was a fucking great character, dude. I thought it was like somebody in a TDK costume. I thought they just put a kid in a TDK costume. I I, I did not know it was a
0: completely different character. when When they called him a kid, I straight up thought it was a kid. Yeah, for I, real. It was not a child. Nope. It was just a small Asian yeah, man. He Asian will dude, whoop yep. your ass. You feel me? What is that? <laughs> it's a it's... word meaning the convergence of energy. <laughs> oh, my God. Evidently, he
1: really was converging energy to whoop that ass. Bro, down. he does uh, not fuck around, So Those tiny little feet are swift. Bro, that was, that was really good,
0: though. Um, can't wait to see, man. I can't say wait to see what, um, with the little... Dude, there's a whole storyline around a little fucking alien box that we have no idea what's going on
1: with. Yeah, the shit
0: that turned into the spaceship. Oh, yes, actually, we do know something about that. It turned into a spaceship. I mean, I'm oh, just it was assuming a it's, a spaceship. Spaceship. it's a spaceship. No, no, he said it was a spaceship. He, he did, did but that. he he's a dumbass.
1: True. A dumbass said it was True. a spaceship. So, you know what I mean? That was his first guess based on what he saw. So that may or may not be what it actually given is. given the
0: size of the butterflies though it could be a
1: butterfly size especially. yeah it does look like it's some kind of container for them
0: yeah so yeah man peacemaker is gonna shape up to be awesome but all right guys I hope you guys enjoyed my uh, weekend rundown of what I've been watching I know it's been a while since I've contributed to the uh, to the entertainment uh, uh suggestions so definitely all four of those are worth watching um so yeah
1: peacemaker first though. Peacemaker. He will not be disappointed. By far.
0: By far. Um, Peacemaker and, actually, and Witcher. Actually, I would say
1: Witcher first only because Witcher's is finished. Yeah. But then Peacemaker. For yeah. Sure. Definitely,
0: sure. I can concur with that. So if you enjoyed, please feel free to, to subscribe to us on Anchor.fm or Patreon.com. Also, feel free to follow us on the social media. You can find me on Twitter at Korea underscore T and on uh, Instagram at Heron Home Podcast. And you can find me on Instagram at RicoGVO. Always remember guys, time is only wasted if you choose to waste it. To learn from your mistakes, it's the only thing you ever truly will learn from. Thanks again for joining us and have a great one. Peace out. Take it easy.